Hey guys, been away for a while, trying out a new format for the Coronavirus Daily. Since I couldn't live up to the name with the earlier format, let's see if it sticks. I hope it does. But uh, before we begin, please do click on the subscribe button so you can stay ahead of the curve. Also, please don't forget to like and comment with your questions. If any, I'll answer them in the comments or in the next video. We'll see. So the day today is 15th June. Uh, no more naval gazing. Let's dive straight in. First, a quick status check of where we are in India. India's rise in cases are now third fastest globally after US and Brazil. If you look at a seven-day rolling average, we're adding approximately 11,000 cases and 300 deaths nearly every day. So that's not a good news. And it still looks like it's going to get worse before it gets any better. If you remember in some of my earlier videos last month and a couple of months ago, I said the same thing, it will get worse before it gets any better. Unfortunately, that has been happening and it still looks like um, the trend will continue. And so to validate that, we also have this ICMR study. COVID-19 peak in India may arrive mid-November. Paucity of ICU beds, ventilators likely, says ICMR study. India registered more than 10,000 cases for the third day in a row and is the fourth worst hit nation by the pandemic. The peak stage of COVID-19 pandemic in India has been delayed by eight-week lockdown along with strengthened public health measures and it may now arrive around mid-November during which there could be paucity of isolation in ICU beds and ventilators according to this study. In the scenario of in intensified public health measures with 60% effectiveness after lockdown, the demand can be met until the first week of November. After that, isolation beds could be inadequate for 5.4 months, ICU beds for 4.6, and ventilators for 3.9 months. That's what the projections said. Well, I don't know what to make of it. Uh, the studies are still evolving, and I don't know what you think of the official studies. But if you remember, first they said heat will take care of the coronavirus, then heat came and went by, and now we have monsoons, and the numbers are only increasing. Then in April, they said it will peak in July, then September, and now the goalpost has been pushed to November. They say that India has a different strain of virus and it is not that deadly or whatever, as if the virus knows it is crossing the border to Vishwaguru India, so it should behave properly. But what about China taking pieces of Ladakh? Is the virus also confused now where to draw the border and be less virulent? But I digress. We locked down in March to peak in November. Really, I don't even know what that means because Italy, France, Spain, lockdown, built capacity, overflowed, built some more capacity, peaked, flattened the curve, reduced the cases, and then started unlocking. I mean, I feel bad for those who suffered the lackeys of the authorities when we were at total 536 cases on March 24th. We've unlocked already at uh, 10,000 plus cases every day, which are going to going up every day, like petrol and diesel prices. And we are gonna peak five months from now. Fine, I'll wait. I'll wait till November or till the revised study that says we will now peak in 2021, whichever comes earlier. Okay then, time now to move on to the next one. So you remember this from last week? Uh, this news that for reasons obvious became a darling of trolls. Malls open but shops close in some UP districts. Well, when the jokes have come home with the cows, there is actually, actually some sense at play here. But it is ugly. 
it wasn't a policy decision by the government to keep it that way it was the shop owners who didn't want to open so i'll just read it out uh, the other swapar mandal said that majority of the shops and malls did not reopen on monday in support of their demands this is from 8th june other swapar mandal state president sanjay gupta told ians that the shopkeepers wanted the mall owners to waive off the rent and common area maintenance fee for the lockdown period he said that shops would remain closed until their demands are met the shopkeepers also want that the rent and maintenance fee for the next 12 months should also be reduced since all shopkeepers have suffered losses during the lockdown <clears throat> unfortunately that is true they are not in a position to pay exorbitant rents being charged by malls now i know what you must be thinking why would malls open and incur electricity and maintenance costs when the shops inside these malls are shut what sense does that make well um, it does make some sense because we found out a fine print that's because a lot of rental agreements state that long term leases can be opted out if malls are shut for 3 months 90 days or more and if you do a count back we've just crossed 80 plus days of lockdown so yeah it's an ugly tussle with the familiar chicken and egg problem right we move on to some good news um the keyword there being some so what was happening was that uh, nasopharyngeal and oropharyngeal specimens that were being collected for rt pcr tests needed healthcare workers and extensive use of personal protective equipment so i'm sure you've seen some pictures of that uh, this is from the jama network the reputed jama network assessment of sensitivity and specificity of patient specificity of patient collected lower nasal specimens for sudden acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus 2 testing this is from june 12 and uh, in their introduction this is what they say that stanford healthcare was one of the first non federal facilities to obtain us fda approval for proprietary tests using rt pcr for sars cov2 using nasopharyngeal and oropharyngeal specimens on march 2020 however specimen collection must be done by healthcare workers and requires extensive use of personal protective equipment and then they say that if the two methods prove to be diagnostically equivalent patients would be able to collect specimens themselves without exposing healthcare workers to respiratory secretions so it helps both um, the people who want to get themselves tested and of course also healthcare workers uh, as well so uh, what they're trying to do is that uh, if they wanted to figure out a is it so what they wanted to do was they wanted to really figure out that is it necessary to have a healthcare worker with use and throw ppes all over them or can you do a much less uncomfortable lower nasal swab at home like a pregnancy test home kit so we'll jump straight to results of the 30 participants study uh, they highlight the methods um and uh, they also move finally to the results they had initially 129 eligible patients but only 30 participated and they observed diagnostic equivalence across three methods of specimen collection 11 participants that is 37% had test results that were positive for sars cov2 across both patient and physician collected specimens and 60% had results that were negative for sars cov2 across both patient and physician collected specimens there was only one discordant result where uh, the participants whose self collected nasal specimen tested positive whereas when the physician collected it the, it tested negative so there was only one discordant and so what that means is that the sensitivity of the patient collected specimens was 100% and the specificity was 95 95% <clears throat> wow so that means suspected patients can 
test themselves and not be so worried about visiting a COVID center or a hospital to get tested. You can do that test yourself without much discomfort as there is no difference in viral detection. Also, this will significantly reduce the PPE usage, but uh, with only 30 people, this is a preliminary study. It needs to be validated with more participants. However, there was an earlier study in March too with very similar result. The issue then was, or since then, was FDA delaying approvals, allowing people to test themselves at home or at offices, wherever. Hopefully, now that we have more studies proving that there isn't any difference, we can move to self-testing on a mass scale. And that will address people's questions about is mass testing possible? Of course it is, if you can do home testing. We anyway keep picking our nose. Uh, maybe we can put that in a test tube as a sample and get it tested. I think it's a great plan. What do you think? Right. Thanks for watching. Uh, if you like today's video, I would really appreciate if you can hit the like button, share it with your friends. And of course, if you have any questions or just anything to say about the video, please use the comment section. As always, goodbye. Wash your hands and see you next time.